Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. My name is Bradley Shaw, and today on Between the Covers is the lovely and talented Gillian Wells, whose new children's book, Boots and Scoots, is uh, coming out or is out, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, in August. So Boots and Scoots, to give you a snapshot, are two terrier puppies who bring a whole new meaning to the word trouble. Their new home on a cattle farm in the outback brings endless opportunities for their mischief and fun, both of which Boots and Scoots continue to find themselves stumbling into. The two pups find plenty of ways to stir up local communities, but quickly learn that having fun is not always the best way to stay out of trouble. But then again, being good is not so interesting either. So from the talented mind of Gillian Wells, please make welcome the author of Boots and Scoots. How are you today, Gillian? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Bradley? I'm very good, thank you. And what a, a clever little scenario of two terrier puppies. So tell me the inspiration of this little children's book or idea. Um, well, I've, I love puppies. I think everybody loves puppies. And <laughs> we we had um, a, a Jack Russell when I was much younger. Uh, she was my dad's dog, really. Um, and she was she was notorious for doing all sorts of things, getting into <laughs> the worst thing was in the old house that I lived in, in England. Um, there was a, a door at the bottom of the stairs, and dogs weren't allowed upstairs. But if she, the door was left open, she'd go upstairs, but she wouldn't come down. And an and uncle was staying from Canada, and he accidentally left the, st- the door open. And it was the middle of the night, and he'd gone downstairs for something. And it, it well, the whole house up because we hear him, Scampi, come here, come here, come here, because she was hiding under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. All sorts of things like that that they got into. Yeah. yeah. And, do, and and do you find? I think I think everyone will agree. Do you find that you say dogs and puppies, animals particularly, have a lot of their own personalities? Oh, absolutely. They're all different. They're all different, mm. and they yes, they do. They have amazing personalities. Um, my my cattle dog Jess is probably about a three year old. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and still probably acts like a three-month-old. Yeah, absolutely. I bought a new yeah. dog the other day and I put it down and I went outside for something and she kept, she followed me outside and she sat in front of me. I was sitting having a coffee and she kept mm-hmm. sitting with her ears pricked up and her big brown eyes looking at me and going, yip, yip, at me. <laughs> in the end, I said, well, show me what the problem is. So she took me to show me her new bed. Oh, well, there you go. She's very proud of that. Yes, she is. That's right. Now, the the interesting thing also about your children's books is that you write them so that there's more more content, there's more for the reading of the children. The children can read more of a a book form than just a children's picture book, which which a lot of animals and a lot of... um, you know, stories about animals are presented in. Did you do you find that's easier to write as well to give them more content of the story 
as a book form, as, a, as an early reader book? Yes, I think so. Uh, well, for me, yes. I mean, uh, uh, picture books are absolutely brilliant. And But I think as children get a bit older, they need to be able to start reading and or being read to. Um, mm. And I like the fact that if children with my books, they can also use their imagination. It's not all just mm-hmm. put there for them. They can picture yeah. things themselves, which yeah. I always think is quite a good thing too. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and and the other aspect is too that you write a lot of um, adult fiction books in dramatic sense and, and emotional contents and stuff. Is it hard or difficult to sort of switch back into writing the more simpler children book, fun books? Not, not really. I, I think I just go back to being a child myself. <laughs> <laughs> or is it, yeah, maybe an escapism of getting out of that heavy emotional absolutely. stuff and sort of going into a bit of fun? Yes, I think so. I mean, writing children's books is huge fun. And I think that's probably, yeah, that's partly it. You, I go back and I have fun. Um, not, the, not that it's not fun writing adult fiction, but it's a bit more serious on the whole. Whereas yeah, it takes a bit, a bit more effort. Yeah. Children's books have that, have that element of like you can engage a little more, you know, mm-hmm. silliness and a bit more candor into it. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. tell, tell everyone listening, an example of one of the adventures that Boots and Scoots got up to. Do you have a favourite adventure that you wrote for them? I think I think one of the best ones is when um, the family have a barbecue and people come from uh, other properties and there's this big barbecue going to take place. And, of course, Boots and Scoots think it's wonderful. They can smell all this meat about everywhere. <laughs> and, and But the things are up on a table. So between them, they managed to... I think one of them stands on the other's back or something. I can't remember exactly. And and they get the sausages, and you can just imagine the puppies running about between people's legs, dipping everything over, causing complete mayhem. (laughs) My goodness me. Yes, I think I actually had that happen. I mean, dogs are renowned for that. If they can get a hold of it and you give them an inch, they'll take a whole foot. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, well done. Wonderful. And like I say, do you have any... um, you know, hopes or express to any readers listening that, you know, what they enjoy and what they hope they enjoy from it? I hope the children reading it will really enjoy it and I hope it will make them, you know, love dogs even more, if you like. Um, Absolutely. And, yeah, and maybe make them a bit more aware of, of the countryside around them. Yeah, um, not take everything for granted too much, as yeah. you know, children do. I, I mean, I think I, I did when I was a child, but maybe, maybe, sort of make them look around more and think about things a bit yeah. more. Yeah. And most children, most children have pets or have animals that they're exposed to. You know, are familiar with. Um, and one of the things I enjoy about your books, particularly your children's books, is the fact that I remember our dogs and our animals and horses, and you know, so I always go back to that thing and think about those situations where, you know, our horses and dogs must have watched us as humans going, what are they doing? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> know. You know, and like, as you can just go back to the, the time, you know, and the, dog, the animals are always the ones quietly watching you going, and they think we're weird. So, but, no, it is. It's good. It's good the way you capture it. No, I, another bit that I, I enjoyed writing was when they see a Brahmin bull for the first time, and, you know, absolutely <laughs> terrified. What is this great big animal? <laughs> absolutely. They're pretty scary regardless if you're a puppy or not. So, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, look, Jill, Jillian, as always, uh, it's, it's lovely talking to you. Um, congratulations on this book coming out, your third edition to children's books, and it's a great, a great addition to that collection. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And for everybody listening, of course, you can grab a copy of Boots and Scoots. It will be available in August, or as I said earlier, if you're listening after August, it is out. So you can grab it at your local bookstores, your libraries, pre-order it online if you need to. Um, but do support local independent authors and uh, enjoy and continue reading to help the industry. And uh, for everybody listening, please do stay well and stay safe and be good to each other. And we'll see you next time on Between the Covers. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.